Ho, ho, hold the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with a Christmas edition of Stag and Pennies. We're joined in studio by none other than the Black Mamba, and we're going to do a power ranking. This is going to be suited pennies. So buckle up. We're going to give everybody a ranking score. Who looked the best on the red carpet in Nashville? We're also going to break down some of the best moments in 2022, and we're going to do a little bit of Secret Santa Exchange. So make sure you stay tuned, because right here is Stag and Pennies. Stacking them deep, selling them cheap. It tastes like gasoline, rubber, and victory. We're just out here stacking pennies. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're in it. We are in studios, joined by the flyest looking guy in the building. Yeah, yeah. Black Mamba, fresh off the Nashville banquet, joining us in studios because I just couldn't let it go <laughs> without throwing some, not even so much shade, just acknowledging the get-ups of some of our playoff contenders yeah. in the cup field. I feel like we got to give these guys, give these guys some love, a little bit of shade. Also joined to my left by front tire change of Ryan Blaney's Ford Mustang, Ryan Flores. I saw Mamba was asking everybody what they were wearing, and yeah. there was like three guys that knew actually what it was. The co- the count I think with Weave, I think the count ended up being five out of ten knew knew what they were wearing. Knew what they were wearing. Well, I could tell what they're wearing, and it's bogus. Yeah. There's only three out of ten that were worth talking about. Well, the the problem is when the best looking guy in the garage is. Standing there asking you what you're like, yeah, it's really tough. It's to tough. Get. Look at this it's thing. It's tough. Look, that thing. That thing's dialed. It was, I've got bad news for everybody. What? I got the last off-axis ugly <laughs> Christmas sweater. Man, I'm it's, jealous uh, of that. And yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little jealous. I was about four whiskeys deep, just scrolling through Twitter, <laughs> and I just started seeing like people's suit and fits pop up. I'm like, oh, I gotta go in on some of these this guys. That's great. And with every whiskey, I kept scrolling through Dustin Long's feed, and I just kept getting he better. He just kept giving you all the stuff kept you needed. Kept getting better. <laughs> I mean, the content was already there, and I was just pointing it out. It, it was awesome. So I wanted to get up, done up because you also can't acknowledge somebody what somebody else is wearing if you're not dressed up something nice yourself. Yeah. So that's where we're dressed up nice for those who aren't watching and you're listening. We're going to rifle through 10 of the guys that we picked who I thought had de- decently solid fits. And we're going to break it down with Black Mom because, one, he looks good. Two, he was there, so yep. he knows the full context to fill us, uh, fill us and the listeners up to speed on who looked good and who was not. Yeah. Kind of like a one-look-everybody-knows-the-rules type situation. Yeah, I like this list that you guys have here. It's pretty, it's pretty solid. How was, a, how was the banquets overall? Um, so that was my first national series banquet. Obviously, mm-hmm. been to a lot of, like, the touring ones and the weekly series one. That was awesome. I had so much fun. Uh, we did a couple parties, did a couple uh, social media takeovers, had some adult beverages with a lot of good folks. Did, uh, uh, did you meet anybody famous? Uh, is it it's Chase Rice? Yeah. Chase Rice. Must have not been that famous if you know his name. No, yeah. he, I remember he was huge. I'm like, bro, he's, he's so guy. He looks like He looks like, is that the one that looks like you? Who's the one that looks like you? Uh, it's kind of Riley yeah. Green. Riley oh. Green. Well, you guys oh, yeah, look. Chase Rice was a Hendrick. Yeah. Was Hendrick, picker guy. I didn't meet Doug. You see Tar Heel? Let me tell you, let me tell Chase Rice this. Great professional career move. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good job. Good, good on you. Good job. Uh, he's definitely definitely proceeded to do bigger and better things. And then you look like Riley Green. That guy was there, too. Riley Green was there? I didn't see Riley I saw, Green. I there. saw a picture of somebody with him. He might have just been on the strip. The, Could have just been he actually performed, singing at Tootsie's. He performed, was he? Might have been. He, he was singing with my man Jelly Roll uh, at the Bridgestone <laughs> the, on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. No, there was a bunch of parties. They were fun. I was you, know, you know about Jelly Roll? I don't know much about Jelly Roll. I like Jelly Roll. Do Tune you? in Jelly Roll, yeah. Ah, check it out. 
He's like a, he's like a he's like a country rapper. Oh. What's your what's your favorite Nashville bar? My favorite Nashville bar, I mean Tootsie's, is awesome. But honestly, I had the best time at. Is it twelve? Is it called twelve thirty? Yeah, J, JT's I'm, bar. I'm top. gonna tell you what. Up top. I'm gonna tell you what. That was a good. That was a good time. It's nice up there. Let's get the show on the road. Let's I want to start seeing some pictures. Yeah. First one up. Who do we got? Okay, DH is up. This was my first. The first one. I'm sitting there on my couch, rifling through the pictures. I see Denny, and I'm like, you know what? All that I said was DH's fit is solid tonight. Mm. It's a solid fit. Mm. Tailored. Maroon color, just a straight shawl lapel, black tie, black shirt, nice shoes. The pants are a touch long. Yeah. Pants yeah. are a touch Take long. three quarters of an inch off them. Yeah. Shape like a bullet. Maybe when he got it made, that was the style. It's only gotten a shorter pants um, here. Or maybe he was taller. But overall, that's the fit that I accept, expect to see out of DH. Question nice. I have for him. Yep. And we're going to see this as we go. No Jordans. I like the no Jordans. We I love going. the no Jordans. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Jordans, but we'll keep going. I, every no, 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 no. Let's stay here for a second. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get too crazy. Well, well, no, no. There, the sleeve isn't showing out of the bottom of the cuff, though. The arm. Well, if I'm being particular, it's got to hang out you, just you, a little so bit. So you like it hanging out? Of the, That's how it's supposed to be. Maybe he I don't make it. the rules. Maybe it's a borrowed suit. You think he borrowed it from no. MJ? Maybe he borrowed it from like Austin. That, but the maroon color. That's actually my probably my favorite color. That's the one I used on. Um, yeah, for the championship, they're, like they're very similar. I think he borrowed from Kurt Busch. Kurt's a little bit bigger than him, ain't he? I can't even wait to get to Curtis Busch, but <laughs> he's got my man's got the lineup. I mean, jaw, the lighting's working for him. Jawline looks solid there. I wish he did a bow tie instead of a tie tie. Think so? I, I'm a big bow tie guy. Yeah. I What'd you have that night? This, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what I had. Okay. Yeah. So, so like you just had a chain holding that thing. Listen. Together. Okay. My mama gave me this chain, All and right. I don't get to show it off that often. So, um, it's instead of going with a tie, this accents. It's like that. a bolo chain. Yeah. Cross chain. Great. Yeah. Big bolo. Speaking tie of, there. there was some interesting bolo ties. We don't have a picture of. No. Yeah. They well, they gave them to him after the red carpet. But oh, yes, yeah. the Logano's team got the a bolo tie that was the championship trophy yeah that was cool so that was really cool it they did, actually had it look good. Having a good time. yeah it did look good that, that is pretty cool having a good time when they had it uh so what are you gonna rank them oh what's the ranking let's get them a score no one to ten like one a pizza ten. review okay yeah so one look everybody knows the rules yeah okay um i'm gonna go with a with a eight eight for dh Ooh, that's way high for the first one i'm going seven five no because i think dh is one of the better looking guys well i haven't gotten to him yet yeah you no. already you're you got i've already seen them all i've already yeah. I've already threw some shade. I'm going. On. I'm going a hard. I'm going a hard seven nine. I think All seven right. nine. Because I, I got to leave a little bit room for the rest. But yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's I got. I got eight eight. Okay. He's the watermark for the first number two. Chase Briscoe. So I have a question. If their significant other makes them look better in what they're wearing, does that? Add, you that's know what a. I mean? That's a. Because it's a combination. To that point, he, right? he's getting a solid number bump. That's what, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, her outfit makes his outfit look even better. Yeah. And he's got the black shirt and bow tie, velvet bow tie. Um, pants are fit nice, cut to the right length. Now, the one thing, if I just – Randy LaJoy, in my living room when I was six years old, had a couch with the same fabric. I, well. <laughs> I, I just can't get, my, can't get my mind around it. Unless he's playing bagpipes, I got no use. For it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he's always on his Mahindra tractor, so he's probably he probably wears that while he's out there. I did find out that Mitch, the guy, the same guy that made the jacket I'm wearing, jacket you're wearing, made his. So 
At least it's high quality. It is high quality, and Ryan, uh, he doesn't like bat pipe. Uh, no, I mean he it, should have a he should have a he kilt should on? have a kilt on and playing Amazing Grace. <laughs> That's what he should. Be you doing know what right he should have done? He should have had the the matching pants to the jacket. I feel like that'd be like some like that would have been awesome. That would be like some What's damn John Chevy Haley? Chase. A Chevy yeah. Chase, yeah, yeah. It looks it, everything fits good. It looks good. It looks. It really just good. can't get past fabric. Five five for me. All right. Wow. Low low score. Uh, I'm going to go 6 0. 6 0. I'm going to give it a 7 because the point bump. Yeah. And and for Chase, like, this is real. Like, this is, I've never seen him this cleaned up. He looks good. He does. He did it right. No, that's good lighting, too. You got to give, I mean, everybody's chins so far look look pretty sharp. He looks like he's been in the gym, too. Like, th- he looks like he worked out right before. That's what the, the lighting's deceptive. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah. Shout out to Marissa. She looks great, too. Next up. AD. All okay. right. This is one of my favorite tweets yeah. that I had. But it didn't really get a whole lot of likes. It looks like the week before the banquet, AD went out back to the Bucking Broncos he's got, or the Bucking Bulls, and literally slaughtered one, <laughs> cut the hide off of it, and made a jacket out of it. It's got a nice sheen to it. Looks like he got done making some hamburgers and growing up for the fam. He didn't know what he was wearing, though. I'll give him that. It's, it's no, a bucking bull. You know, Whitney. Whitney told him what he was wearing. No doubt. We're gonna get to the. We're gonna get to the, the combination that told who's who was wearing. But this would be significantly higher for me if the pants matched the suit. You can't have a cow ass jacket and a cow ass pant. Yes, you can. No, you can't. I need what? to be uniform. Wait, you, but okay. What Chase? The last one you didn't like the uniformity of that. No, I just didn't like the plaid jacket. Oh, okay. He no, he he. When he thinks of a suit, it's got to be suited, yeah. top and bottom. Uh, well, like which, I no, I don't. I just don't. Says the like guy wearing off axis ugly sweater here next. Yeah. Time. Wow. Also, so what you can't see in this picture very well, that belt buckle is actually from one of his championships that he had made. Okay. That's cool. So it's actually that part brought it together for me. All right. So accent. what's AD getting? Because you got to give him kudos for branching out. He didn't go he, like everybody else. Yeah, he's one of the only yeah. ones that does. I wish he wore a cowboy hat. It would have done. The cowboy hat would have looked good. It also yeah. would have made him look taller than his wife. Like the championship ring he's got on his finger, too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this, if if Denny and I gave a 7-9, too, this is right around there. This I'll give him more points for being out of the box. Okay. So I'm going to go with like an 8-2. Oh, wow. Yeah, 8-2. All right. I'm going to go with the 8s. I don't know if it, I don't know if it goes, see, Denny DH's was was suited, so yep. he gets a little bit of a a, a bump for that. Okay, Ad's at a he's at an eight four with that jacket. Okay, we're yeah. close. Yeah, I'm a I'm a six eight. You are it's a critical. hater. No, I just my I set the bar with the first guy at a seven five to give myself room one way or the other. Well, I hate to tell you, there's not very many looks. So now, than yeah. like, sorry, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm be, a be honest. That's like, true. <laughs> All right, next up, I'll just be transparent. So Chase has a a like woven. Camo, yeah. Jacket and pants, or just jacket? No, it was just jacket. So I have, I'm assuming Mitch made this. Uh, I don't think he knew because Mitch made me a white camo one that I wore to the Samaritan's Feet Gala, the exact same, just opposite. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I got a. I don't understand Chase, man. Is he? You wear Cam Newton hat? He wears Cam Newton hat. You wear camo? Hey, he wears camo. Imitation is the best form of flattery. I'm not saying that like he's a swagger jacker, but I'm not saying he's not. <laughs> and I'm not going to confirm nor deny. He's the but he's most popular. I driver, do so like the fact that he didn't have a black hat with a blue jacket with black pants like That's he did last point. year or whatever, and a brown belt with black shoes. My man made ink like astronomical improvements from last year. So kudos for him for at least getting somebody to put his fit together. 
Clyde is in the high seven range for me, seven seven. Uh, so for me, that is more my style. I wish he had the championship ring on above more, but I would say he's more of an eight zero. I would put him above Denny. What? That is an interesting so, point you bring that up. Because how many places can you really wear your you, – you, you got to wear that You got to wear it at the big events. If you're going to put on a jacket like that, that's the time to wear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, like I, sure. I didn't wear mine because I didn't feel like I should for what I was doing, but I kind of wish I had it because that was a time to wear it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I mean, I saw KB had his on. Yeah. Uh, Harvick did not have his on. I think he. I don't think he's up here or not. But no. I feel like you got to whip that thing yeah, you out. You got to use it. This is no, the time to. You earned that damn thing. Uh, so you got. You gave him an eight. And I gave, gave him an eight flat. So I like. So seven seven is what I gave. When him. you saw his. When you saw it up close, like I, it was. It yeah. was Really. It was really. No, normal. look. That's a. That's a cool fabric. Yeah. Dh had the. I like the color better on Dh. So I gotta go. If I went seven nine, I gotta go like seven 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 eight. Okay. It's like really close. All right. I really liked it, but I like Denny's better. Okay, next up, the champ, champ, champ. This is my favorite. Twenty twenty two NASCAR Cup Series champion and friend of the show, Next Gen Joseph Logano, joined by his uh, beautiful wife Brittany. Joey looks good. He got the assignment. He no, he did it right. He comes up though, and Brittany's like, "Oh my, mom, look at your jacket!" Like she's like oohing and on over this jacket. I'm like, "You guys look great." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, no, you look." And I'm like, and Joey's like, "All right, I'm gonna need that jacket." <laughs> so I went to the after party, and we actually changed. We traded jackets. Did you? Oh, yeah, we funny. traded. There's a picture. And he somewhere. was wearing. He was wearing the green one. He had the green one on. I freaking love that jacket. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I, I even asked him the other day. I'm like, man, you, you look good. Like, is that a, a custom tailored one? He goes, oh, yeah. I've, you know, I figured a couple of years ago I might as well get one tailored. So, yes, you can tell. Look, the cuff length's hanging out perfect. Good. The pants are the perfect height. Nice polished shoes. The nice Windsor knot, just clean. Something mm. Roger Penske would approve of. That's a championship fit. 8-9 for me because Denny was 8-8. Eight, eight. But it wasn't very, like, out of the box. You, you got to put some wow. respect on a man's name. You know, I feel like he's. Wait, I feel like you need to be out of the box if you're trying to set yourself apart. Right. Some won a championship. You know, so he can second. do whatever he wants. Yeah. So you don't have to. He, all right. So if if their counterpart can add a point, then a championship can definitely add a point. Yes. All right. That's fair. When yep. you're at the banquet, when you won the championship. Yep. Wear whatever you want. All right, I'll go eight. That's five. it. I'll go eight five then, because that, that rule makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm right there eight seven. Joey looking good. Next I will up. Say though, he didn't wear his ring. His other one. Uh well, It'd be, well don't they give you a ring on stage there? No they do, but like he didn't wear he didn't like bring I don't know what. It'd be the weird if like, you had one and they gave you a second one. Well I'd put it on both hands because I'm that guy. like this exactly yeah. oh for sure the double bird yeah this was my favorite tweet of yours this was my favorite tweet because in this picture you're looking at it wasn't the picture that I tweeted because there's another picture <laughs> where the carpet of the hallways in the background and it's literally the exact same fabric. <laughs> It's I said Austin Cindric has the leftover fabric from the new carpet installation fit. <laughs> well, it even looks more like yeah, like the the stuff you put under the carpet, like the, the pre-carpet, the pre yeah. yeah, the the down. And the I guess also shout out to Mitch Perkinson again, stitched by Mitch. He did that one. Yeah, it looks he said Austin was dead set on the gray tweed. Yep. There was no talking him out of it. He's got the bow tie, which looks like one of those ties with like the horse hair. It, it was a nice bow tie. Okay, it, it was it was a very nice bow tie. Yeah. All right, and he's got the. Shout out Xfinity Championship, right? Is that what that is? No. I've, oh, yeah. Daytona 500 ring. Yeah, 500 yeah. ring. That's what that is. It was massive, too, by the way. Well, he showed it here to us on the show. It's yeah. quite impressive. Homeboy's got serious Pee Wee Herman vibes. Pee Wee Herman, or I was thinking Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah. yeah I got a mix. lot of people comment 
on that tweet about Bill Nye the Science Guy. I was yeah. feeling Bill Nye the Science Guy. He does look like Bill Nye the Science Guy. Uh, I can go either way in the shoes. Don't love them. Okay, if you wouldn't have done those shoes, what would you have done? I know what I, I would have done, like some grays. Yeah, like some weathered did, grays. Yeah, yeah, I would have been more like casual on the shoes. It's not terrible, though. No, but the pants are cut right. Cufflinks are dialed in. Just a nice, clean look. Uh, I'm going to go 7'6". Yeah, I'm 7'9". Yep. I mean, because it's Solid out of the box, fit. he's one of the only guys that were like really out of the, on yep. his own. So I, I, yep. it's definitely like an eight. And, you know, rookie, rookie fit. So it's a good a good first showing for yeah. Austin Cindric on the red carpet. Next up, there he is, young Ryan Blaney. I got to be honest. It looks like he's been a couple put on a couple LBs since he got that suit fitted. My tweet to this one said, Ryan Blaney's got that. Man, I can't even fit a pouch of black buffalo with this mother fit. Well, that's that why sucker is so, tight. So listen, listen. So when I saw him on Thursday before, we were talking about because I told him I had one coming in. He's like, man, I had to tell him. He's like, that thing was so tight, my pants, I couldn't even breathe. He's, Bro, he, if he farted, that, you can see that thing come up his neck. That's why, no, but that's why he's got his, that's why he's got them buckles on them shoes, because if he farts, his shoes will fly right off. <laughs> Hell, with this one, his socks might fly off, too. He, he might, said, dude. He he's going to have to go get another one, because he won't fit in this after there's next a, year. He's there's like, a gonna, lot of pressure. He's like, we're going to get fat at some that's point. That's why he's got the double buckles on his shoes. Yeah, double monk. Shout out for those. Bonus point for that. He's, now, but he don't, like, he's skinny. Bro, he, he, he is. is like he's yeah, a little. He's he's a green bean, but that's why he went with the fat bow tie. So you got to. I mean, he knows yeah. his face structure. The the I beard like looks the fluffy. It, it was. does. Yep. Yep. That button is holding on for dear life. <laughs> dear life. <laughs> Eight flat for me. Like, I feel like that button. There's no chance that thing made another twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the minute you get off the car, beads. <laughs> so I feel like. I feel like Denny's dressed a little bit better, but he's my guy, so point bump seven seven. If is that does that put him above Denny? Yeah, Denny's seven five. Okay. I mean, he's that's my guy, so I wish he would do a little bit more flat. I wish he would go out a little he's bit. Not that guy, man. But he looks good. But he, he does look super clean. Um, yeah. Velvet velvet lapel. Nice I, shaw, no no peaks in that thing or nothing. That's just a nice clean suit. Probably yeah. could let that thing out of touch though. If I I gave Joey eight four, so I'll give Ryan like an eight eight three. All right, just below, just, just below because, his teammate because he's always one spot behind him. Oh, that boy. just one spot, just damn, can't damn, get there. God Almighty, <laughs> we got. <laughs> damn, I, I was thinking more because you guys made the benchmark the champ, but okay. Uh, That's what we're doing. Okay. He doesn't like this fit. I do. Who doesn't? You, you didn't because you said, well, I ain't well wearing velvet pants. It's Kyle Larson wearing a nice uh, velvet jacket and just straight up normal dress pants. If he had velvet pants. pants on, though, my man would be so wet. Yeah. Wear velvet no, jacket. and you just don't wear velvet pants with a velvet jacket. It's just it's not a, it's not a thing. Yeah, but it, but okay, the pants aren't shiny enough. Like they're not black yeah. enough. Yeah, it could have been sheened a bit more. I could just hear Cliff. Why don't you, what, Kyle? Why do your pants not match your jacket? <laughs> this is the NASCAR Cup Series, and your stuff doesn't even match. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What are do, we doing? Do we not prepare? We've all gotten that ass, June. Uh, what, yeah. what, what are we doing? Usually on the kickball field. Yes, when for I sure. Kick, um, but uh, he also wore the same one. I'm like, man, you're looking good. He's like, yeah, I wore this last year, too. I'm I like, thought so. I thought he wore the same jacket last he year. He did. Some guns got more dirt track fire suits than he does regular suits. Well, he's oh. got a different fire suit every time I Dude, see him. Dude, he's got hundreds of fire suits. Yeah. I wonder how hard it is to get dirt out of that thing. 
he probably he just probably literally pulls that thing out for his for he pulled it out for his wedding for last year's banquet and this year's banquet. So yeah. funny thing about this, so Alex Bowman, he was struggling. He didn't have he tall good. socks. So okay. so he was calling everybody. And they didn't. So are there no stores in Nashville? No, the, I'm like, there's a boot barn right across the street. So he he called Byron. He couldn't get a hold of Byron because Byron was trying to get someone to tie his tie. And I was telling Kyle about it. Kyle's like, yeah, this mine's been tied for 12 months. So yeah, I didn't even worry about I do it. That. Just I clip, do that. Just clip that thing back yeah, you up, just, man. You just slide it down, take it off, hang it up, maybe a little iron, slide it back up. Dialed. It's <laughs> the way to go. Or you learn. Like an adult and to tie a tie, be a gentleman and tie your own tie. All right, so, a so now, so now, okay, but I can and, tie he's a got, tie. and he's got a rose pin on. You neither of you have ties on. No, it's all you, about the accessory. Even, I didn't go with a tie. You have a sweater and jeans. What are you talking I about? I wanted to give you guys a shot at looking good. All right, so <laughs> with all these stories been told, the fact that he didn't tie this tie again this year, it's it's, it's a it's a point deduction. It, well, and also it's the same jacket he wore last year as well. Yeah, but we didn't another point deduction. I didn't deduct. That on Blaney's part, but I, I I wish these guys would do something a little bit more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Larson, he's coming in at like a 7.5 for me. Maybe a touch lower. He's a 7 for me. Just just because last year you were the champ. You, I would I would frame my championship. Yeah. Jack, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't wear it again. Wrap it around the yeah. tray and get yeah. your trophy or something. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's a 7.2, and since he's resourceful and didn't untie his tie, he's a 7.4. <laughs> So you got, you got two smarter, ten bump. not harder. All right, here's one of my favorites. Tyler Reddick. Oh, uh, I said Tyler, Tyler Reddick has that Muggsy Bogues fit. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's about to dunk on somebody with them purple Jays oh, on. So funny story about the Jays. He drives for Michael Jordan now. I get it. Yeah, but I those, understand. those aren't his. Whose are they? Kurt's. Hers. Oh, boy. Those are her Jays. Yeah. That just made it worse. So... <laughs> They're two sizes bigger than what Tyler. Is he, is he wearing four <laughs> pairs of socks? <laughs> They're better than the barefoot shoes he, he usually wears. Oh, my God. The he looks wide like, ones. Yeah, the like ones that look like made up uh, out of burlap sack. Is he wearing cool. his championship ring? There? Yeah, he is. Uh, yep. Yes. Yeah. So that's a sleek suit. He went with no tie, no bow tie, nothing. He says, you know what? I'm here for business, but I'm also here to party. Yeah. So he, I can appreciate that. He was kept, once you go with the Jays. Yeah. Like you gotta. You, you can't gotta wear balance. a bow tie with that. Now. No. I feel like we need to follow that up with the complete opposite way because you went TR, no bow tie, no tie, purple Jays. Like, okay, like I get it. Like I, you know, won a couple races, but it, the show's not about me. Let's just keep it moving. Now, let's give. What's, what's TR? What? I think I think a seven one. Yeah, I'm putting him above Larson. Yeah, I give him like. Seven, four, five. I don't like. I feel like I'm being a hater. Here. You are, but like I give him a seven. But yo, if you're borrowing shoes with your girl, you're four. That's a valid point. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I mean, but there's shoes. There's shoes. And did I, you see the tweet that dude, I put for Kurt Busch's? No, what'd you say? Um. So I said Kurt Busch looks like that. Hey, uh, have you tried one of these fillet skewers with some chimichurri sauce? Type fit, because <laughs> my man looks like he just got done holding a platter, walked down the red carpet. Hey, take that picture real quick, okay? And then pick this platter back up. I, the rounded vest, yeah. The white bow tie, yeah. The monster pin, I love a good accessory. Oh, that's yeah. good, yeah. But the the Jordan fives. I'm I'm telling you right now, boys. This this one is this is the, he's the only one that wore a three piece. I, I could tell. Yeah. Like, and, and that tell. that by itself matters a lot. Like, that is a classy freaking look. I'm not a fan of the Jordans, but on him, I think they look good. Um, 
Yeah, but, but he yeah, has the, the rounded the rounded vest. As much as I like the effort, I don't like the rounded don't vest. Don't love the what? rounded vest. No, why the, do you not the like cut it? of the vest isn't the cut of the vest isn't right. Isn't right for what for the jacket? The rounded vest. It needs to be a pointy vest. No, yeah, false. I have a rounded vest. It's it's all about a rounded vest for me. Gives off waiter vibes, bro. Like Titanic yes. waiter vibes. Yes, it's called being classic. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there were classy waiters back then. Classic, uh, not classy. Classic, classy waiters on the Titanic wear rounded vest. Man. Bro. I mean, if Chuck walked in here with his Union, union soldier suit on, you'd be judging him. That's classic. That's that is different. classic. That's different. <laughs> yeah, hey. it's not the same. Now, he did lean in like this fit fits Curtis. Yeah. Uh, that's a Curtis fit. Not everyone can pull this off. No. I don't know if Kurt did, but he tried like hell. <laughs> oh my, Kurt, bro, I got you, man. You 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 rock this. He's thing. right there at Danny, man. He, I give him a seven five. I think it looks good. And and the effort, I will. The effort will override the execution for the best for what? me. Seven five. Ooh, think, all right. So I'm gonna go seven one. Solid fit. Nothing spectacular. But I do like if you're gonna go Jays, I don't think you can button it up with a bow tie. Yeah, yes, you can. You definitely can't button it up with a rounded vest. Yes, you can. I'm, th- I feel like he would look better in person than in this picture. He crushed it, and it's a nine. I would give him a ten, but there's only one person that was at this whole thing that looked better than he did. That's you. Exactly. So I can't <laughs> give him a ten. I would have given him an eight, but he didn't wear his championship ring. So. Okay. But Ooh. it was so long ago yeah. he won a championship. He might have lost it. <laughs> <laughs> That party must have been great, though, when like, he won. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, probably like a, it's probably like corroded a bit. That was you know, a long like, time. Need to shine a, yeah, 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 a long time ago. Yeah, shout was, out to Kurt, though. One of the all-time greats. Hey, shout out to Mama, too, for coming in and giving us a little breakdown of suited pennies. Yo, no, yeah, this is good. great. We, we, was, should, we should do this more often. Like, I mean, have a reason to dress up. We should just get dressed up. How about this? How about this? How about I try to win a race next year, and then I'll just go there myself, and then you can grill me. I got to be honest. If you win a race next year – my liver is going to be really Mine too. <laughs> There's going to be a plume of smoke somewhere. I got it. Dude, I don't know if days. I ever told you this, but when you were about to win Atlanta, I was like, Are you crying? This is going to be a long week. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was just thinking, like, oh, I'm going to be so drunk at Paper X on Tuesday. <laughs> I was, like, planning my week out, like, here it is. It's going to be rough. So here's one. Here's my one thought. If and when I win a, win a cup race. When? When? Uh, when I think we're just going to go to, like, 26 acres, and it'll just be beers on me. Until like the sun comes up. I figured you yeah. were gonna say Coyote Joe's like make him oh open that joint. Make him open that joint. I'm up. not trying to die. Uh, I'm not trying to. There's die. There's only one place to go. Said? No. Oh. <laughs> There's only one place that you have a party when you win the race. At the shop? Where are you talking about? At the shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Orphanage Road. Yeah. Joyous sure. seating. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Uh, in the upholstery room. We can set it up like Chad Rock and sell Jello oh shots. Oh, my God. Yep. That's, <laughs> yeah. what, that's what it's going to be. Just yeah. a party at the shop. Yeah. So. So when I win, boys, just show on up. I don't know what day it'll be. Maybe Sunday night. Maybe Monday night. Yeah. But we're going to have a barn burner of one. It was it seemed like a barn burner event in Nashville. So, Mom, but thanks for bringing them a little bit back for us, breaking it down. Hey, man, you know, whenever you need to look a little better, you know who to call. I got you. Yeah. I might be calling you if I need to borrow some suits instead of Corey next time. I actually got like 10 now. I'm getting. What a stud. Yeah. That's my life motto, man. If you can't be good, you got to look good. Mm. Be good or be good at it. That's know? right. Hey, have a Merry Christmas. We're going to get the uh, usual love band voice. of characters back on the show. Chuck and Merriman coming back in to cover the 2022 best moments and a secret Santa swap right after this. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, we got rid of Black Mamba. We got in the normal band of characters. To my right, good friend, in a nice knitted woolen jacket. Yeah. Mr. Chuck Bush. How you doing? I got a bone to pick with y'all real quick. I sold suits for a while, and some of the stuff that y'all were saying, it's just, you know. What do you got? What kind of bones are you trying to pick? I'm just saying, you know, like, the the clean classic look is always good, and See, I don't understand the dark shirt with the dark jacket. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's a fad. I know. I like the classic look. It says a guy who does reenactments. <laughs> Exactly. I like the classic look. Big and classic by the way, guy. I non-biased I, opinion here. I do have a 100% handmade jacket in my car right now that's uh, reenacting. Does it have so. gold buttons on both? No, nah, just down the center and then some like gold bullion stuff on the the epaulets. Does it have like, what flavor bullion? <laughs> beef, beef. Definitely beef. Yeah. Oh man. Monkfish bullion. <laughs> and then uh, last but not least, Jonathan Merriman. I, uh, like, I feel like you haven't been on the show in like 2 months. We haven't had a show in two months. No, we haven't had a show in a month. I mean, I was here last time. Shucks. It was really forgettable. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, well, that was fun, breaking down that stuff. Let's get to the nitty-gritty, shall we? Actually, there's not that much nitty-gritty. It's kind of a lay-hearted show. We're just going to cover some of the best moments on the show. We've got a bunch of them. Um, and then we're also going to do a Secret Santa present swap, which I'm excited about. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't effing wait. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, well, the first one, uh, one of our favorite 2022 moments was Austin Sendrick joining us on the show, also making Ryan Flores a Daytona 500 champion. Have you won it before? Before Never, that? never, no. And I, I remember thinking with Austin, like, man, going to the 500 for the, with a rookie, probably don't have as good of a shot as we, you know, once did with Brad or other guys. And golly, you did a good job. Did the 26, you won it with, McMurray, but it wasn't the 500. That it was, was the Coke. The, yeah, I won there with McMurray and with Tony. Um, in the July it, race. Yeah, in the July race. And had, you know, a lot of opportunities to win it. Really think the year that Trevor Bain won, Tony should have won. But that's that That's that race, you know. How many ifs, buts, and should'ves are there that go into that speedway race? They were all candies and nuts. We'd all have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's what were. they say. Yeah, we That's were. what we're trying to do right here in the show. If ifs were fifths, we'd all be drunk. How do you rank Austin Sendrick's rookie season? I I, I thought it was I thought there was glimpses of greatness and then also times where he looked like a rookie. He didn't run as well or as strong on the road course as I anticipated. Um, you know, because he sat on a pole, I believe, last year. Didn't have the speed that I anticipated him having on the road courses. I would give him a B minus. 
here's what matters throughout the season, too. He went deep into the playoffs, right? And he was pretty close to going to the round of eight with that last lap scrum at the at the Roval. Yeah. So, really, if you're a rookie and you go to the round of eight, man, that's a solid year. Pretty impressive. What if you take that 500 out of it, though? Like, if he, if he doesn't win the 500, what do you rate? If he runs second at the like, 500? Yeah. Like, if you look at that, that, still that whole season, just take that one. Well, then he doesn't make the playoffs, so it really hurts his whole year. Yeah. Yeah, so – um, but but you know if if he doesn't make the 500, it's not really fair to say that because then you, with him not not winning a race, right? You'd call the whole rest of the year yeah. different. So at tracks where you yeah. flip the stage or don't flip the stage, you know to get stage points, especially road courses that are a strong suit, you'd stay out and get the stage points. You know already locked in, into the playoffs where you know he could have he could have won a road course if not. I did like his call when he came in here to do the show after winning the 500 that he wore the leather jacket. That uh, he had it on at the Christmas party the other day. Did he? Oh yeah, love that. Yeah. How was the Christmas party? It was good. I uh, saw Joey Logano singing "Rappers Delight" and Will Power was up there on the drums. He drummed the Green Day song. Did he? So if you have a spot and dog ear opened up, Will Power could probably help you out. Who's a better drummer, Will Power or Bubba? I never seen Bubba drum, so probably Will Power. I don't know, Bubba. Bubba can. Uh, now were know, they singing? Whale. What were they singing together? We are the champions because yeah. they both won the championship. But where Joey was it? did Rapper's Delight. Where was it? Uh, Music Factory. And oh, was it the Fillmore? I thought. It looked uh, like it no, it was like World Nightclub. I think oh. they ran the whole place out. But it was a yeah, it was a good time. There's, <clears throat> I was on two different pit crews this year, and yeah. none of my teammates were there. Why? I don't know. They weren't have, down to have a good time. Nope. And I drank champagne. Classic. Glad you like that. Uh, it was uh, terrible the next day, especially about puked and worked out the next day. <laughs> yeah, champagne will get you. Yeah, the biggest thing for Austin and RP coming out of Daytona, though, getting all three cars, the 12 with Newman, the 22 uh, with Joey, and now the two car with Austin. It's so crazy that the two car was the only one that didn't have a Daytona 500 win when you look at who's driven that. Well, you can look at Brad as one of the, the best super speedway guys we have. He won Talladega eight times, right? And has he won the 500? Obviously oh, not. Dad, no, he no, hasn't. Not. You know, that's why – that's what the year before when – him and Joey wrecked. I think that's a little bit of what caused that was just Brad's desperation to win that race. He's almost getting to, dare I say, like a Dale Earnhardt-esque. You know, he's been so close so many times. And then, you you know, think about one of the 50 greatest drivers in NASCAR history, Hall of Famer himself, Rusty Wallace. Never got it done either. Yeah, you don't want to be on that list. One of your favorites. That's Oh. <laughs> uh, another good moment. Uh, we had Justin Marks join us. He zoomed in from Nash Vegas. I do have a question yeah. about one of his drivers. Suarez got engaged. You going to the wedding? I don't. I'm going to be. I'm going to be waiting by the mailbox every day, I, waiting for that invitation. Something again. tells me if you don't get one, based on your history on track, you'll just crash it this year. I think I'm going to get one. Get it. Get it. You know, he, <laughs> he workshop that three. joke earlier. Right? <laughs> That'd have been three. He's been testing that one out earlier today. Yeah, so I'm glad that he actually like been, stuck the landing been on shopping it. Shopping that around. Yeah, he was worried he was going to mess it up. So <laughs> glad it was a good good landing. So congrats to Daniel and Julia on their engagement. Definitely a big moment, big year for Trackhouse having that one car go all the way to the championship four and finishing second in points. Uh, also, Daniel Suarez breaking through and getting that first double the season of his career at Sonoma smashing a taco on the front straightaway and Justin Marks popped in to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the exercise pretty early on in forming track house was, you know, obviously, you know, the, the, the greatest mistake we can make or the greatest decision we can make is who we put in this car to launch this company. And so, you know, we went through the process of, 
you know, looking at the driver market and going, you know, there's a couple of boxes that we wanted to check there. One was we wanted somebody with a lot of cup experience. We wanted somebody who, when they've been in a winning situation, have closed. We wanted somebody that had, had a chip on their shoulder. And, you know, Daniel, Daniel was all of those things. I mean, a lot of cup starts, obviously, with, with Gibbs and Stuart Haas, like you said. You know, so he knew how the cup series went. He knew, you know, who these guys were and how to race cup races. Um, and, you know, he, he obviously, he's a, he's a winner because, you know, he sat in that Gibbs car in the Xfinity series and closed the deal, won the championship. He won, you know, won a truck race or a couple truck races for KBM. Uh, and he had a chip on his shoulder. Like he, he was, he was with those big teams. He'd gotten knocked down a couple of times and was, was it uh, Gaunt brothers racing and in that 96 car and was finishing, you know, 33rd every weekend. And it was like, this isn't how my story is going to end. I need to get back. So, so um, he was pretty much an obvious choice for us. And I think when he says that this, you know, track house was his, is his best opportunity. And trust me, I know how that sounded at that time. Um, I think it's because, you know, I went to him and said, this is your race team. Like we're, we're building this team around you. We are all about you. Just tell us what you need and I will do it for you. Um, and I don't know if he'd ever been told that in his cup career. And I think that's why he felt like, finally, I've got people that are truly behind me. And we can talk about what his situations at Gibbs was and, and at Stuart Haas and everything. But I just don't think that there were a lot of teams that really saw the potential in Daniel as the athlete. And they saw other opportunities around Daniel. And, and I just saw him as, as somebody that I truly believed was a winner in this sport and knew for our company that if we got in there, it was going to be a great story. And, and Corey, you know, as is, you know, we're race teams, but we're also marketing organizations and we're trying to tell stories and we're trying to um, cultivate followings and, and everything. And Daniel's, you know, great with that. He's got a great story. He's a great brand ambassador. And I just knew that a win in the cup series for him was going to be something that was going to, you know, resonate um, deeply uh, for a long time. And, and it has, and it will. So like Justin was talking about, they built originally the team around Daniel, right? Taking the team from kind of a satellite RCR affiliation to buying Chip Ganassi Racing, which also came with not officially, and there was some negotiating back and forth, but it essentially came with Ross Chastain, Phil Surgeon, and that entire 42 team and the whole shop. And that alone was like gasoline on a fire. Man, those guys... It wasn't like they just changed the stickers on the wall. They Justin came in and changed the culture of the place. And it was pretty cool to see those guys' success they had in the deep playoff run. Almost stole one. Yeah, they I mean he was close to winning the championship. He really was. And to think about like to think about Ross and, and Phil Surgeon, guys that really don't have like a loud voice in the garage, guys that are kinda unassuming to go and do what they did and really towards the end of the year be the be the story of the year, really. Uh, until Joey won the playoffs. He He's probably the story of the year. So what those guys, Justin Marks and everybody and Ross and Daniel were able to do this year, I don't think anybody saw coming. For sure. And if anybody told you they had track house being successful as they were this year, they're probably lying to you. Definitely the surprise of the season. We'll see if they can follow it up. Because technically on paper, this will be their third year in 2023. But really and truly, it is their second year being in that shop with that group. Second year of the new car. Interested to see if they can keep that success rolling. I mean, you feel like there's probably a hangover because that's generally like the storyline when it comes to a team that's successful. You know, they have a career year like that where you, know, you get wins, you finish second in points, but then, you know, how do you fo can you follow that up? Like, is anything less than a championship 
not like is Man, that they they was, were so they were so consistent. They just got. I think there's a lot of other teams have a lot of catching up to do, including the team and two teammates that won a championship. Penske's got some got some room to grow. I think Hendricks got a little bit of room to grow. Gibbs has room to grow in all four cars. So I think how I mean how much farther up can you go other than a championship, right? If that's what you're gauging them against, I think there'll be some leveling off. Maybe so. Not fall off on their part, but I think advances in the other teams. It's great. You know, it's a great point because you talk about expectations, right? The next guy on this list is Chase Elliott. He came in here. He had a year probably as good as Ross Chastain's. Uh, was, you know, starting starting to trend up in the championship race when Ross and him got into it and he wrecked. But, you know, everybody's talking about how good Ross is. And Chase was on here talking about how he has a strong team, but they need to be better. When, when we're, we're yeah. looking at, like, fractions of, like, the difference. Oh, for sure. You're like, splitting hairs. Yeah. For yeah. sure. It's like, oh, a fall off is. Hey, the tip of the spear is not very wide, Chuck. Because, yeah. I mean, like, Hendrick, championship contending team, if they don't win a championship in a year, is that a letdown for them? Well, that, that, like, By their expectations, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, that, then that's the point, you know. <clears throat> you look at Chase Elliott with the same numbers as Ross Chastain, think Ross Chastain is crushing it, and Chase is not. Right. right. And they got the same numbers. Rewind back to the halfway point of the season. I thought Chase was got a beat. Yeah. And they just – he touched on that consistency they needed to get through the playoffs and it just wasn't there. Well, and that's where, you, like, you're looking at Ross. Like, oh, maybe they were a flash in the pan earlier in the season. They got those wins. And then in the playoffs, like, as we're going into Phoenix, Chase is the guy that you're like, eh, I don't know if they can do it, but it's Chase, so he might be there. Well, if it wasn't for that – big old pot of playoff points he had racked up then he wouldn't have been able to go as deep as he did but still to make it to the to make it to the final four that's why when everybody says well i don't like it just being one race well it's not one race right he got there because of what he put the work he put in through the season and the success they had through the season but that was the crazy part about this year if you think you're good wait three weeks right there was a (laughs) point in time and that's what you know playoff racing and into september and october you just got like you can not be great all year. I mean, I don't think yeah. Joey or Blaney or you know Chase Briscoe was great all year. And there was also a point in time where Kevin Harvick goes out and wins two races right before then, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's, he's back. back! He's heating up!" So, mm. I need to get him. On, we need to get him on the podcast next year, Chuck. Kevin, yeah, let's work yeah. on it. We'll see what we can do. Love to see oh have Harv in the uh, in the studio, Stank and Penny Studio. Been good to have him on the holiday episode, so you can just go Kevin the whole time. <laughs> I like that reference. Yeah. I like that. Um, so we talked to Chase a bit. Obviously, he said his team needs some consistency. Uh, we tried to get him to compare himself to his old man if he was going to get to 44 wins. He didn't give us a whole lot in typical Chase style. Was, I don't know, man. My dad was pretty good, and I'm just trying to keep doing my best every week. I think you need a little, a little bit deeper. Oh, a little lower? Yeah. A little yeah. Right twang, a little bit more. A little bit, a little more, more oomph on it? Yeah. A little more oomph on it. <laughs> The Dawsonville oomph. Uh, speaking of oomph, there was some uh, middle-of-the-year oomph out of that 2311 camp by uh, pulling the old swoop and swap by signing <laughs> uh, Tyler Reddick 16 months early. Caught old RC and that RCR group with their pants down, and it had everybody up in arms for weeks. It was interesting. We had Denny Hamlin on here a couple weeks after talking about it. Does Denny Hamlin reach the potential that he is currently as a race car driver if he's in a middle to lower tier system when he gets to the Cup Series. The thought was sparked because I asked you to shift points, we get down to third gear or whatever, and you pulled up yep. just one little bit you showed me, but there was a 
19 different spreadsheets of driver information that you had. And I'm like, holy <laughs> what is all this stuff? And we got off the plane and carried on. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's evolved, and I think it's a team-by-team -team basis. Um, ultimately, you have to have people employed that, that compile all the information that, you know, drivers get at, at the big teams, certainly. Um, that's just a matter when we talk on the TV about resources, that's what we're talking about. Resources is not just money, it's people. And, and you got to have people to be able to put all that together. And some of that comes from your manufacturer. Some of it comes from in-house. In um, but I, I honestly feel pretty confident that, like, my career resurged, uh, you know, in 2019 when we started to put more of an emphasis on give me more information because I'm just that that's what makes me tick. I'm a very analytical person. Uh, I dive into where I can be better as a driver in every aspect. It's probably why you see me speeding on the pit road so much because I'm trying to make sure I'm doing my job to the best of my ability. To answer your question, though, I, I know I went a really long way around that circle, but no, I don't believe so. And I've said this on that Netflix doc that um, with, with Bubba and, and the team that I, I truly don't believe that I'm a top-tier talent in our sport. I just think that I've been blessed with really good work ethic that was instilled by my parents um, when when I got a go-kart and a race car and um, you know, they didn't hire people to go work on it and fix it. And he's like, this is not my hobby. This is your hobby. It's, mm -hmm. You go out there, you fix it, you work on it. Um, you change your, whatever it might be, you know, the work ethic there. And then the work ethic to look at my peers and say, what can I do to be better as a driver? What can I take from Roy Hendrick or Eddie Johnson in the short track ranks to like, wow, I always, Eddie was one of those guys that was just amazing that, he always used to just let people pass him for the first 50 laps. And then the last 50, here he comes, and he's got more tires than everybody else and just blows by him. I, I love that, so I emulated my driving style by doing that. Super interesting to hear Denny talk about how he didn't consider he's a top-tier talent in the sport. Somebody who's won – how many races has he won? 40-something? Close to 50. Close to 50. Just by giving him the right people and the right data, man, he's going to be – in the Hall of Fame one day. So what, what's definitely. a top tier talent though? Like, what's the most important? Well, I guess the cup series? Well, I guess the so the definition about. of talent is just how quick you absorb something and apply it, right? So. Well, that I mean, even. But the, you could, I mean, when you say who's top tier talent, well, Kyle Larson, right? He's just a generational guy that can race a, a midget. He could run a sprint car. He could run a cup car. He can run a wheelbarrow down the street at the county fair, right? Like that guy is just makes everything go fast. Joey's super talented. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know if you can't, if you don't know what you're looking at, if you can necessarily see it. But I think that when Denny says that he doesn't consider himself a top level talent, that he can't jump in a sprint car and pick it up as quick as collars. Okay. That's I, how, that's what I think. He okay. Says. Cause I didn't think, I didn't know if he was talking about like in the cup series, like if he was saying that, Maybe he felt like he didn't have the raw speed like a Larson or yeah. Blaney does. Yeah, that's what that is. Because Denny Hamlin can make a race car go fast. No question about him. Yeah. Well, I think to your point earlier about, you know, pulling Tyler Reddick into that team and what Denny said about having – it's not just money. It's the people and the resources around you that make – they can elevate somebody who, like, he's offsetting his – what he perceives to be his lack of talent with – information talent takes both right yeah it takes both takes takes the right people around you to get the best out of you as well 
get you the right information at the right time, figure out how to apply it. He's the perfect guy to bring in house there, though. If like if there was a guy that you wanted to bring there, Tyler, his they got him, they bought him right before his stock went sh- through the roof, and I mean Corey's harped on it a bunch ever since they had that press conference right there in that hotel room and welcome wherever they were. Old Bubba, Bubba Wall turned the wick up after that too. On the gas, yeah. So somebody that that is not going to be try to be like an alpha dog, but will push Bubba um, to be better. Hopefully, though, he can get his own pair of uh, Jordans. No. I can't get past God, that. we hope. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Every time I've seen him now, he's got a pair of Jays on. So I wonder what the policy is. Like, is it just a, never like a bottomless pit of Jays if you drive for them? Like, what's the deal? Should be. Is there like a $20,000 credit? Do you get the stuff that's not out in the rack yet? I saw Denny put How up do you a know? video on Instagram of their Christmas party, and everybody had Jordans on. Maybe you just get them. Maybe you do. It's part of the welcome You get package. like a, a golf polo and a couple pair of J's. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Got a couple more for you guys. Mike Helton was one of my all-time favorite guests we had on the show. What a treat uh, for Mike to join us. uh, Talking about what everybody loves to hear. Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon. Let's hear what he had to say about him. It didn't seem like Dale was a barrel full of black ink kind of guy. So how would he go try to get a point across he was trying to make? He would. He, that's why I think he was always a good friend of Bill Jr.'s, and he was a good friend of mine. But he 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 would eat our lunch. Uh, but it it it's like racing against him on Sunday, and he'd move you out of the way. First guy to call you Monday morning was going to be him. <laughs> he'd call Dale Jarrett. He'd call Rusty Wallace. He'd call Ricky. He'd call whoever, Darrell Walter people. He'd, he'd, everybody that he had to move out of the way to win a race or get up there, he'd call him the next day and say, look, I, you know, we, we make a living off this sport kind of type thing. He'd do the same thing with us. He did our lunch a little bit during the broadcast when he knew he had his voice. Uh, 
but he would call us six o'clock on Monday morning. If my phone rang, it was either Bill Jr. or Dale Earnhardt. And, and, but he would, he would go behind the scenes and say, look, this is what builds this sport. This, and he was right. Those, those types of things that he would do on the racetrack or would, would hold us accountable for publicly. He was right that those things are part of the sport growing, and, and that's why he was such a big impact on us as a league, but also us as a driver. The the change in the guard, I feel like Jeff Gordon was another guy who was like the baton from Dale handed to Jeff, more or less. So how would Jeff handle certain things that he was perturbed about? In the same fashion, but but so Dale was a good Southern gentleman with uh, with a Southern streak in him. Jeff was a, a good West Coast or Indianapolis type gentleman, so it's he might Yankee. do it. He might do it differently, and you felt a little bit better when you walked away from Jeff. When sometimes Dale Senior would walk away, and you felt like <laughs> you just been beat up with a baseball bat or something. <laughs> uh, but but Jeff and and what gave both of them the ability to to do that was their credentials. I mean, they did, they weren't coming in there saying, "Look, you know, this is this is." all screwed up because they wanted an advantage. They already had the advantage, and they say, look, this is this is not right for us to be able to do this and so-and-so not be able to do it type thing. I don't know about you guys, but sitting there watching it, I can't see enough video clips of looking through a win window net at Dale Earnhardt Sr. Bubble goggles, man. God almighty. He had a swagger. Oh, yeah. God. And I, I, just watching that, I've done a little bit of research because there was a little bit of there's a little bit of conversation drummed up last week on Twitter. Some guy asked, "Who's your top five greatest NASCAR drivers of all time?" So I listed my five. It was Jimmy, David Pearson, who did I say? Richard Petty, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, in that order. So Dale Earnhardt, Dale Jr. sub gifts me with that gif of Michael Jordan saying, "Stop it, get some help." So I said, Junebug, you can't sub-gif on my stuff and then not put your own list out there. He was trying to skedaddle. I wouldn't make an adjustment on my five just after just like seeing about 20 seconds of Dale Earnhardt. I would put him third. That's I'd, exactly I, I would, what I was going to say. I would switch Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt. Just, I mean, that son of a bitch was the intimidator, bro. I mean, uh, You had, don't want him. That's the one person you don't want behind you. He had swag. So, Chuck, who's your top five? Well, I like that Dale came back with – No sh I said, all right, Dale, <laughs> ten. you sub ten. you sub gift me. Yeah. You got to give me your five. And you go, okay, I guess I'll give you yeah. well, here's, ten. Well, he gave the you the thing that burnt him. Senior. It's Kale. the same, he it's the same the five. five that you had yeah. in there. And Plus he, Kale and somebody else. He's right? going senior, he Kale. Kale, Pearson, Jimmy, Petty, Gordon, Kyle Busch, Bobby Allison, Waltrip, and Harvick. Daryl Waltrip? Yeah, I mean, I, I assume yeah. Daryl. That might be so. Is this is this all time, or if you're assembling a team, what is this? That's all time drivers. Okay. It's your favorite. Who's your five? Uh, Who's your five? Well, so is, all right. So so Dale and I had the had the same five minus. Uh, he swapped Kale Yarborough for Pearson, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And you can't give me ten. There's only going to be five. See, in the, the reason, like I would lean toward like your five, and probably swapping out the. Pearson with Kale, just based off of championships. Yeah, three that's in a row. Like three uh, in a row. Like that. That's big because that. Like Jimmy was the next guy to do something like that. Yeah. Well, if we're going uh, that way, look at win percentage. Chuck. But now we Pearson, swap out Kale and Jeff Gordon. 
Huh? Would you ever think about swapping out Cal and Jeff Gordon? I would, but like when you think like just Gordon is that is the guy that I remember seeing in my youth that was just that transcended yeah, the sport. The sport. Oh, I am a huge Richard Petty, David Pearson, the fans. I am. But like when I look back at it, them horses they were riding were quite a bit faster than what everybody else. Oh. Homer Moody, Wood Brothers. There's only three of them are on the and, same lap. And then you look at like Richard Petty and Dale Inman and the stuff they had. Like those guys were so good. Yeah. And so far ahead of everybody else. To see what Jimmy Johnson did. It's just like. Well, who's your five? You still haven't. Do you still have a picture five? I I basically yeah, said give me, it's the give same. Give me twelve. Give me twelve. <laughs> no, like I said I would did. take the same five that he have, but I would swap Pearson with Yarborough. Really? And you'd put David Pearson out at six for me. Well, David Pearson's number one, bar none. David Pearson based off of what? Based off the amount of races that he entered, the amount of races he won, and the amount of championships he did, it per- percentage-wise, David David Pearson is the best NASCAR driver of all time. All right, and that's your choice, and you're sticking yeah. to it. And I would I would have senior three, Petty four. Who's second, Jimmy? Jimmy. No, nah, yeah, I put Jimmy second. Yeah. So you're David Pearson, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, Dale, Dale Earnhardt, Richard, uh, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon or Bobby Allison, either one. I could go. I go either way. Let's go, Gordon. Yeah. Who's yours? I like. I think for me, Jimmy Johnson sets the bar. Me too. Right. Maybe if he had a mustache and some gargoyles, we'd and a, and a cool paint job, you know. But like he's, he just was. He set the bar so high. He did it in a way where he never, you know, he never tried to be flashy or tried to get outside the box to get noticed. He just raced and won. And I think sometimes. It's just crazy how fast the sport goes, and see people, you know, it gets lost in the sauce a little bit. How good just he wait. was! Just wait until he's up for getting voted into the Hall of Fame, I'll, and we start watching some Jimmy Johnson clips back. And be like, oh my God! I've got an ice cold take for you. Hit me. I'll I'll pull Gordon off my list and put Tony Stewart on it. Hmm. I'll put Tony Stewart at five. That's that's fine. That's ice. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That that that's that icy. It's just so tough to pick. Like, I mean, look, like. It's Look, so subjective, without, too. Without David Pearson, without Richard Petty, and Dave, there's no David Pearson, right? Without yeah. Dale Earnhardt, there's no Jeff Gordon. They were, like, that That was the kryptonite. But, like, Jimmy Johnson just took it to everybody. Cause and he, there was really nobody that came. Anybody. Until he was done, he was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go race any car. The, the one that I think that sticks out to me that is, like, a superb talent that's still doing it that'll be on that list is if he keeps going Kyle Busch new rise Kyle Busch man he's yeah. just oh, so easy. good yeah but Kyle Busch can he surpass Jeff Gordon as the greatest driver one of the top five greatest drivers of all time yes uh, how he's gonna have to do it off championships he's not gonna do it on wins right and I think him succeeding at RCR in building the end of his legacy at RCR could help him pass Jeff because Jeff did it with the greatest team of all time, Hendrick Motorsport. If you, I mean, you look at Kevin Harvick, right? He spent the bulk of his career at RCR. When you look back at clips of him, you're going to watch mostly the last couple years of his career in the four car. Yeah. That's where he's had the most success and kind of cemented himself, you know, as, as one of the best to do it as well. But, <clears throat> yeah, Jimmy Johnson, and then it'd be a fight between Earnhardt and Pearson. There for two and three, and then I'd go Petty and I just I, think uh, Jeff Gordon. I, it's just they're good. 
to Dale's point, kind of, is that you you almost have to do top five in a decade, like be, because there there's really no way to compare. It's it's apples. It's all thing, it's all about per, it's all about your personality yeah. and the personality of that person and who you like and, and what who you grew up watching. And there's there's a reason five. there's a reason Tony Stewart and Dale Earnhardt are on my list of five because that's who you grew up watching. People, well, right. they would just. They would light you on fire if they had to to win. Yeah. And that's what you like. That's what I like to watch. And you, yeah. It's your top five, man. Right. It's, yours. it's yours. It's yours. I can't give it to you. No one's going to, unless you're, you're right. throwing shade <laughs> at people on Twitter. And then come back with the same five. And then come back with ten instead of five. Just pick your five, man. It's it. okay. Nobody's holding a gun to your head. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, you think Change you pick, it if you want you to. You think yeah. he picked eight because he liked the number? <laughs> Maybe I think Maybe. he picked ten. It was. Let me go back and count the actual numbers. I think it was that ten. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, it was ten. 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 I want to swap some gifts, Merriman. <laughs> hey, I think somebody skipped. Did you get this for Corey? No, I think no, Corey no. Got that for no, you. No, I got that for you. Yeah. This is a box. You know what this is, Merriman? What is it? This is an aura ring. You oh, ever yeah. tried it? I have not. You should. Because I'm excited to talk to you about it because it changed my perception on life. Do you sleep good? I, I know you didn't it. because you had baby number three. I did. Plus. Ba- baby number three on the way. Woo-hoo. You want me to open on the this way. now? Yeah, I want to open it. On the way. Baby number three is here. I'm not sleeping good, Skip. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Man, there's not much more important than sleep. Because as a professional race car driver, Merriman, sleep's something I always try to prioritize. It's, it's my color, too. How'd you know? Chrome. Because getting quality sleep can set me apart from the pack and is crucial to my overall health as it is, as it is yours, especially now you got three kids. you got to make sure to track how you're sleeping. Mental clarity, you got to make sure you sleep. Improved immunity, looking pretty well right now. Must be sleeping halfway decent. Reaction time, it all comes down to sleep because the healthier you, Merriman, starts with better sleep. And a better sleep starts with that little ring you're about to put on your finger right now. It tracks your heart rate variability, which I don't think you know what that means. It's the time in between your heartbeats, heart rate, temperature, activity, sleep monitoring technology in a non-invasive stylish ring. and uses this tech to help you understand what's happening on the inside. With three simple scores, your readiness, sleep, and activity. You ready to fire that thing up? I'm ready to fire it up. I'm ready for you guys to fire it up, too, and get these before Christmas at AuraRing.com slash NASCAR, O-U-R-A, Ring.com. Slash NASCAR. Check those things out. I wear one. I uh, I make sure I check how I sleep each and every night because it's super important. So look into it. They're pretty damn cool. Hope you enjoy that one, Mary. Thanks, dude. You're yeah. awfully generous. Now let's see what we all got each other. Gosh, I can't wait for this. Distribute. Who'd you get? Because we don't know. Oh. Well, unless we the person that we got them for, we know who that is. But so I don't know who got for me. I uh, for you who which one's Corey's? I think the the, the, bag, the bag is Corey. Yeah, All right, the bag Corey's. the bag is Corey's. Okay. Are we distributing and then opening? Yes. Well, we need to open one and, at, a and at a time. One at a time. At a time. Yes. That's heavy. That's that must be good. Oh, oh is that alcohol? So, Please. So this one is uh. What is that? There's is a little finger drawn. Skips. Yeah, I got you ass, that. That's a hairy ass thumb. <laughs> he said from Merriman to with a middle finger. Want to uh, guess what it is? What does, what does this smell like, that's, Chuck? That is that is, that is for Chuck. Oh yeah. Oh my God! Yes. There you go, Chuck. This oh. it's framed. I like it. That's gonna hang over your mantle. Oh, good. Oh, Look at a Dick Trickle card on the Target box. <laughs> yeah, I put a lot of thought into how I wrap that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Who's uh, opening first? Chuck goes first. Okay. All right, Chuck. You're a hard guy to shop for. <laughs> I noticed that you had a glass case of emotions poster in your room. Yeah. So I wanted to get you to something to commemorate you <laughs> stacking pennies. <laughs> So it's got a little bit of everything from the show. Let's go. Yeah. You got, oh, got, so, Kurt you got, your, got your picture yes. of Kurt up uh, here. Yes, I love it. So, guys, it is a it is one of the uh, Bruno drew the That's comic. That's a monkfish in a okay. stew pot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's Chuck stringing a banjo in a tent with a dog ear poster in the back with a sword. A stack and pennies uh, mug oh, yeah. on a stump with a monkfish in a stew pot, and also the dog a, poster, a, a mural of Kurt Busch with a heart on it. I was gonna have Kurt sign it, but he's out of town. Oh, now oh. we, we I, I, that would be nice to have him sign this. Oh my! Well, we could we could arrange that. Can we yeah. get can we get Jeb Burton to sign his quote of uh, race dog the dog ear out of you? It says we'll it's a dog ear out of you. Dog ear. Wednesday, 9 p.m. Martinsville Speedway. One free hot dog. <laughs> yes. So shout out to Bruno, knocking Chucks. Yeah, Bruno just completely. Where'd you get that it. thing printed at? Uh, off Axis Paint. Oh, uh, it's not a vinyl. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Bruno. Um, Greg hand. Dude, I wrote Bruno a message and I'm like, hey man, I got this dumb idea. <laughs> On Twitter, he literally sent me that rendering like an hour later. Yeah. Guy's an absolute stud. Dude, so. Bruno is a stud, and he did all the animations. So shout out to him. Merry Christmas down here in, what is he, South South America? He's in Portugal. No Portugal. Yep. All right, Chuck, I'm assuming you got this for me. Yes, I did. I did. It's wrapped very nicely. It smells <laughs> nice. It's just what is that? tissue paper. Is that oh, wood? He sprayed it with poopery. Mish mahogany. You, you sprayed it with, okay. <laughs> what do we got here? We have a bag of Queen City Crunch. That looks quite Red tasty. Pistachios? Pretzels. Pretzels. Ooh. And a four-pack of Community. Coach. Clean, crushable beers. Yeah. Drink fresh or go to hell. Says. <laughs> Devil's logic. It's right around the uh, corner from here. Did you go local or did you shop today? <laughs> no, I went local. I went uh, lunch. Instant audience. Yeah. Yes, love that. So I have a good zinger. <laughs> Crickets. That's Merriman. That's usually how my, yeah. usually how my jokes hey, hit. Hey, uh, you think you're going to get What's invited? Hey. <laughs> here, do the crickets again. Ready? Hey, you think you're going to get invited to Suarez's wedding? Good one. <laughs> That's what that oh my god, I'm gonna bring this in my pocket every week. And some whiskey ice cube trays. Ooh. Love that. And then there's also one more thing in there. It's a personality. And it's a card. It's not a card. Okay. Is it a picture? It's two pictures. Hey. Couple shots, Alan Kowicki and David Pearson. Oh, let me see. Let's go. Don't look at it too long. Those are like nice quality pictures. So, Did you go in the dark room no, and no, print no. those so, up? So uh, a friend of the family, uh, Mark Schluter, was a photographer for the Charlotte Observer and NASCAR scene. Oh, man. And he passed away last year. And when his daughter, who's my sister's best friend, was doing stuff at the house, they had all these NASCAR photos. And I, I got those. And I was like, you know what? Know who likes uh, Pearson and the Kowicki? Oh. Uh, he's where it's, you know. The seven car, so I figured. Love that. It's it's so crazy that we work in the same garage area as those guys. Like, that's where yeah, we're Yeah, because these now. are real men. The crazy. I'm yeah, David Pierce in 1982. If I had to guess what this is, it's eat probably March. some Matt Kenseth. No, hey, look. God, I need one of those so, Chattanooga chew oh. patches. Before you open that, before I, after I bought this, I was like, damn it, I should have got a Matt Kenseth signed diecast. Oh, I don't know what this is. Thanks, Chuck. I got to open this box to figure out what it is. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually two things in that box. Oh, boy. 
All right, we're unwrapping your, your it. Wife, it's got a Walmart box. Your wife wrapped this thing. No, I wrapped that thing. Oh, I hate you for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, second place in Phoenix <laughs> Trophy. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> There's something else in there. I hate you so much. <laughs> it, is a, it is a custom-made. Custom made trophy, Skip Flora, second place, Phoenix. I'm going to keep that behind me forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I send Merriman every day. Is that your own day. hand? No. Did you not mold your own hand? No, I did not. I send uh. Merriman every day, this guy. Or there's a couple guys that just make a living on Instagram where they do random stuff and at the end they give you the finger. <laughs> so it's new ways for him to have to watch a video. Yeah, and I get flipped and off. And at the day. end, it's just all lead up to getting flipped off. <laughs> See if it'll go in the cup. I should have put it in the cup. I love that. That's good. There you go. Merry Christmas, Skip. I'm going to re-give this to Carissa because I'm not happy with it. <laughs> Here you go, honey. I got your early Christmas present. All right, Merriman, you're up. So I got to I gotta remove this Dick Trickle card without That's a good one. ruining it. Yeah, you don't want to ruin that one. No. Dick Trickle. ASA card. Here you go. The 99 Paps Flu Ribbon. Late model. It's one of the all-time great late model schemes. Uh, so he's got a big, he's got a big target box. It's right a box there. in a box. Yeah. With What's in the box? Oh, what is that? Is it a pop-up Dale Earnhardt? It's just a Dale Earnhardt shaped box with a Dale Earnhardt cards from the 1992 season. There's another box in there. Ace cards max fifth anniversary That's edition. That's a good one, dude. Ooh, nice. In the package still with the, with the, what do they call that? Cellophane. Plastic still, cellophane still on it. What year is that? Is it 92? Yeah. Oh, drum roll, please. Oh, God. Oh, what is that? A die cast box? Is, is this a Matt Kenseth sign? What is die that? Cast? Is that a die cast box? If this is a Rusty Wallace die cast, I'm going to throw it <laughs> at your face. Oh! <laughs> Customized. Good oh, it's signed. Two Merry Men. <laughs> On the rear window. Oh, does it really say Hell that? Hell yeah. No shit. Oh, yeah. That's actually pretty cool. Oh, and he meant that he said to say, uh, go f yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's so there it is. A Rusty Wallace customized diecast car for John Merriman. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And also, I feel like being Santa's shoe today. So, hey, grab those other boxes right there. These things are sweet. Our Darlington throwback is we have one on the table. Uh, but there's the Chrome Edition. Ooh. Oh, nice. That is cool. Ooh. They look freaking good. So, shout out to you guys and everybody else in the back getting some stacking pennies. Oh, and they're Marty Robinson. Oh, they are autographed. Awesome. So, they devalued them a little bit. Sorry about that. But Well, thank you. Yep. Thanks, dude. Thank you, guys. How did you get Rusty to sign that? Did you have to go tell him I'm a huge fan? I, I called Kenny first. Okay. And then we lined it all up. Nice. Where'd you meet him? Up there, Southern Customs today. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Did you Still tell him that, that Merriman's thing? a hater? Yes. <laughs> really? Did you really? Yes. <laughs> I was trying to get a cameo. Like, I hear all this <laughs> talk on stuff. Well, shove my sketcher up uh, your ass. <laughs> uh, put some blue emu on he, it. He, he didn't, didn't want to do that. So there it is. We won't talk till until next year. I know. Make sure you guys continue to like, share, rate, review. All the things, comment, keep this thing moving because we are coming back. Flores and I just signed another year contract. Continue to do stacking pennies. Celebration. Yay. 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 <laughs> Got a lot of good things to talk about when we fire back up. NASCAR 75, 75th anniversary. It's pretty cool because my dad raced, filled in for Ricky Craven in 1998 in that Budweiser 50 car, and that was the 50th anniversary. Um, so definitely pull some. Some nostalgia How from crazy that. How would it be if you had to fill in for Kevin Harvick in the four 
Bush car now. That'd be that'd be something. Hopefully, what, Kevin don't ring yeah. his bell. But and if you're listening to this show on Wednesday when it drops, it is the 75th anniversary of when NASCAR was formed at the Streamline. Oh wow! Four 75 years ago, Wednesday, the 14th. Pretty big news. It's going to be a huge year. A lot of great content lined up for you guys, whether it be stacking pennies or just dot com. Continue to uh, tune in to social medias over the course of the off season, and we will see you guys at the clash. Y'all have a Merry Christmas, and this is Stacking Pennies.